This is Radio Sega, and you are now listening to The Sega Lounge. Join the conversation in the IRC chat room by going to radiose.ga slash IRC and on Twitter by mentioning at Radio Sega or using the hashtag the Sega Lounge. Hello everyone, welcome to the Sega Lounge. We're back after a short hiatus. Uh, we did our last show in August, so we're back after a couple of months. And um, so yeah, I'm KC. I have with myself my uh, amazing co-hosts, our everything. Oh, Donnie. Oh. Oh. Hi. Hello, Donnie. It's been a while. It's been kind of a long, it's been a season. It's called summer. Yeah. Uh, Fun fact: we're, we're recording this because we just recorded this intro, and for some reason I wasn't actually recording it. So, we're, yeah, it's uh, introception. Why, why do you do this? <laughs> why does this happen? I, I'm so professional. I'm telling everyone how unprofessional I am. That's how professional I am. So every single <laughs> <PM> show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it happens. You find this is like this is like Super Meat Boy and Radio Sega. We find every single possible way to screw up the recording. Super Meat Boy, we find every single possible way to die. Yeah. So I don't know why. The thing is, this time we were I was able to notice this before uh, our uh, guests left, so we could get some time to just re-record this. Uh, by the way, our guest this week, the Blast Processors. Hello. Hi! Hello. Hello again! Hello again! Uh, Introception. Um, yeah, so we have Master System and Mega Drive with us uh, this week uh, to talk about their new EP, Chaos Rising, and uh, to talk about wh what they've been up to this past year or so. You've been on the show, and we've checked this already, you've been on the show on the 24th of July, uh, 2014, so it's been a while, and uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll just catch up and uh, talk about the new EP. But before that, let me just remind everyone that you can join us at radiose.ga forward slash IRC, join us in the IRC chat room, uh, we'll try to be there, or you can tweet at Radio Sega or use the hashtag the Sega Lounge if you, if you want to interact with us during the show. This is a pre recorded show, as I'm sure you just realized. Uh, but it, this is a pre-recorded, pre-recorded show because we've been doing this <laughs> a couple of times now. But uh, but it's you yeah. Completely launched a paradox. I hope you realize that. Yeah. You completely launched a paradox. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna explode. Well, I'm, I'm a part of a sonic paradox, I mean. <laughs> I would know. Yeah. This is all my fault, really. Probably. Part of a paradox. You're fired, Donny. Oh. <laughs> Again. Uh, so yeah. But before before you go, because you're fired. But before you go, let's do the news. So let's have Donnie's news corner, which is still the intro. Donnie's music corner, boys. News. I'm gonna I'm gonna use this as the intro from now on. <laughs> I'm gonna edit this, just get this little bit, and use this as an intro from now on. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> 
the, the Jingle Lounge. Yeah. So, uh, would you like to get us uh, up to speed with the news? Daddy. Okay. So, Daddy. I learned that apparently a Sonic Lost World is coming to Steam. Yay! 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 <laughs> I want colors on Steam. Ooh, that would be good, actually. Yeah, I want colors on on the PS4, actually. I want colors HD or something. Yeah, actually. You know what? I would. I just want them to like basically put all of them, like put everything on Steam. Put them all. Yeah. (laughs) Just, just release them. Yeah. Just throw it in at us. But yeah, honestly. I'm interested to uh, revisit Sonic Lost World because I played through it on on Wii U, and uh, and like I was a little hesitant uh, about it. There's a couple things I don't like about it. Um, a little bit biased because I just really like the the boost gameplay and uh, generations and colors. But uh, I'm definitely definitely up to give it another shot and definitely want to support uh, this like seemingly new wave of uh, Sega games coming to. Uh, PC and, and Mac through Steam. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Deadly Six weren't the most interesting of villains either. Uh, if they were robots, they would be so much cooler. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I, I have I this weird feeling that we, we we already talked about this before, but uh, <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> feeling I have uh, <laughs> because it's a re-recording of a re-recording. Um, yeah. I got done. We've got to go back. <laughs> 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 actually, actually, I like I like the fact that the Deadly Six aren't the the final boss in that game. Probably, yeah. You know what? Though, if I could just say one thing, I kind of hate that the final boss of if you haven't played this, this is kind of a spoiler. But the uh, the final boss of uh, Lost World is like basically cut and paste from Sonic Colors. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's just bo- boost to win, right? And then just well, yeah. But like even home attack, the homing attack. Him, even the like explosion at the end is like exactly the same. That kind of <laughs> that kind of bothered me. But I do like that boss. Mm. Like I liked it the first time. <laughs> I like the music. The final boss yeah, music is one of my favorite from the incredible. yeah from the song. Yeah, Tomo- yeah. Tomoyo Otani is is his boss. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I want I, I just want our residence Sega Lounge host here in HD just so I can say KCHD <laughs> <laughs> the Sega Lounge remastered remastered that was that achievements instead instead of Donnie we'll have Donnie sorry about that Donnie for iOS <laughs> the Sega Lounge mobile the Sega Lounge dash Sega Lounge Sega Lounge Runners. <laughs> oh man, what is it? Uh, with boob, with boob. Oh. Uh, the Sega Lounge City Rush. <laughs> Sega, Sega Lounge Dragon Coin. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> right. The next bit of news is that Sega Adventure is going to be in Project X Zone Two. It's like, starting to like this roster is starting to fill out a bit more for uh, the non. Uh, Japanese crowd, I think. Yeah. That's kind of what put me off the first one. Um, again, like the, the uh, some of the characters in it, I wasn't really familiar with um, outside of like Valkyria, uh, and I actually I don't know. Were there any Skies characters in it? I think? No, there was. You uh, wish, you wish. 
Yeah, yeah that would have been awesome. Basically, like for my for my money, like basically anyone who was in the All Star games, just like put them over there on the on the crossovers. But I'm really interested in this one. Like, definitely Axel is a huge one. Yeah, Sega's a Sanchiro, like amazing. Well, I, I, I think that's that's the biggest awesome. one. Yeah. And Ryo Hazuki as well. Ride the missile. Well, oh, I saw I saw a video of gameplay of uh, Sega Desanjiro, and he does the he does that thing where you know the Bomberman commercial where he throws the guy and then the guy explodes and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that actually happens, and he just like, walks away. <laughs> yeah, c- cool guys don't look at explosions. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well then. Awesome. Uh, also, apparently there's been some debate on what exactly Sega has been referring to, and this, this is more recent, about Shenmue 1 and 2. Apparently there's a lot of debate on whether they're, they're thinking about re-releasing it, um, and whether the quote, that quote was actually real or not. So, I no one knows. Oh. I think it is. Yeah. I, I mean, know. it's kind of mundane news if it's not real, right? It's kind of like, I mean... Uh, yeah, I would love to sit down and play through one and two again, and especially it would be kind of strategic if three's coming out. But um, yeah, like it's, it feels too like regular news to be a wild rumor. Well, I I think because um, I was catching up on that yesterday, and I was trying to look like back and forth at like the different quotes that were getting thrown around. It seems like um, first of all, I want to say who is the what's the name of that uh, uh, the manager they're talking about to like save Europe guy um, uh, just, yeah. I can't remember his name I think it was like John something um, it's, like, it's their head of PR I think I yeah, can't yeah. remember I, the name I, either I, but I really yeah. liked um, his attitude towards things like it sounded like uh, if that's the attitude that Sega is trying to put forward then I think we're uh, in for some good years but I, I think in terms of the Shenmue thing what happened was probably uh, it sounds like someone asked him specifically like like are you thinking about re-releases and of course he's like of course we are we're like the, the whole thing about Valkyria last year and, uh, and like even like typing of the dead overkill now Sonic Lost World seems like they're they're getting into uh, PC re-releases uh, fairly heavily um, so I think I think what happened was that they weren't specifically commenting on Shenmue 1 and 2 but uh, that was kind of what people were putting into his mouth. Like, like they were kind of yeah. skewing that quote towards those two in particular. Um, I think we'll probably see that. I just don't think they're like ready to announce that kind of thing yet. And you know, he could he could say, uh, could have said that he could, he could have said that uh, they're looking uh, into ways of releasing the games, but that doesn't mean they will. So they're yeah, looking exactly. into it, but it's not a, a guarantee or a promise that they will release the game. So it's not that big of, new, of a news, but uh, it's it's something. And you know how the Shenmue fan base is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. myself included, actually. <laughs> That's I'm, I'm one of those people. Well, fun anecdote. Yeah. Uh, like we're we're both game developers as part of our professions, and I was at the game developers conference uh, two years ago when. Um, there was the, the talk, the kind of the uh, the postmortem on Shenmue, and uh, I mentioned that on the Blast Processors Twitter. That I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be at the um, the Shenmue uh, postmortem, and just the timeline blew up of people being like, <laughs> you need to get up there and ask him if, if Shenmue Three is happening. <laughs> you, need to go, you need to be 
there. You need to, you need to hammer it in. We're like, oh man, Blast Processors is doing the theme for Shenmue 3. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, just kind of got, it got so out of hand. And I was like, I had to explain to the audience. I'm like, guys, um, game developers, we don't ask about those kinds of things because we know that they can't answer us. And so, the, at that point, we're just going to be doing a, a dance with each other that's completely unfinishable. And yeah, like, yeah. So we just, you know, th the questions are more like, what was it like actually making this product and working on these particular features? That's the kind of thing I want to hear. Yeah, and I think, like, just... It, just kind of keep your ear to the ground on, like, a, a lot of times they can't answer, like, definitively one way or another, are you going to do a sequel to a certain game? But you can kind of figure it out, you can kind of piece it together when you notice that they're starting to talk a lot more about Shenmue in general. Like, that whole thing of, like, the postmortem and Yu Suzuki kind of being a bit more vocal and, like, in the public eye more than he'd been for a while. Yeah. That's yeah. like you can kind of you can kind of see that maybe something's happening there. And usually um, you can tell so a developer hasn't like if they don't rule something out, chances are they're trying to get it off the ground. Yeah, it, it, the only time like if they definitively say no, we're not going to do that, then that's the only time the door is really shut. And but even that, but, but I, th I think I think in this case, uh, Yu Suzuki never. Uh, never said he wouldn't do it. He he wanted to do it, but uh, the thing is, at, at least for me, this was the 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 year I was least expecting to hear about Shenmue Three. Actually, every other E Three, I was excited, looking to uh, into clues and seeing if there was something that we could hold on to and say, okay, it's coming this year. This is it. But this year we had the whole. Um, uh, the forklift tweet that Yu Suzuki did. Yes! And I was like, yeah, he's just trolling us. Yeah, never mind that. <laughs> and, you know, I stand corrected. And I, one, I'm, I'm glad I stand like, corrected. One time it's actually happening and you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I was... I was, I was watching the conference, the, the Sony conference, um, lying on my couch. I was almost asleep, and suddenly I hear the music. Whoa, no, no, I jumped off my, my sofa. And, What's this? And I, I was almost wake, woke up my, my wife, because I was almost <laughs> screaming, It's Shenmue, it's Shenmue! Yeah. We were, we were having a huge freakout in the Blast Processors uh, like group thread that we have on, on Facebook. And I remember, like, immediately tweeting out, like, I got out my, uh, first, uh, not first four, what am I thinking, the insert coin, uh, Shenmue Rio jacket, uh, <laughs> that I usually, I usually wear that at shows. I oh, yeah, I remember, I remember that tweet. I table with Shenmue one and two next to each other, <laughs> and I was like, I was bored for this moment. <laughs> I remember the, the, the picture you took, right, with the jacket. <laughs> I remember exactly where I was when the announcement came out because I was, um, we had all just gotten laid off of the job we were at and uh, and so we were kind of we were taking off some time and I was just like doing some freelance work so I was literally sitting at a, a hotel bar overlooking the city of Toronto and I read the announcement I was just like, good <laughs> was there was there a, a white cat as well? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Nice. The white cat is just Shiva. Like, Sir, this is really making me uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my. That's good. <laughs> I know where I was because awesome. I couldn't move for like several minutes. I was just like stuck in my chair at home, just like. <laughs> oh my god, awesome, awesome. Mm -hmm. Right. 
There are two more, two more things I have on the news list. Uh, Sonic, the Sonic Boom cartoon was renewed for a second season. Yeah. I, I actually need to get around to watching the the, the entire season one. Have you guys watched it? Yeah, I I haven't watched all of it yet. I know um, uh, Saturn, the, uh, the other guitarist in the band, is like a huge fan of the show, and like I I am too. Like I think it's really funny, actually, uh, more so than I'd almost like it to be sometimes, because I have this like internal like hatred of the Boom franchise. And then, you know, I'm <laughs> Damn it, why do I like this so much? It's well-written. It's the most fun I've had out of a children's cartoon in a long time. Yeah. And, uh, and that's that's saying something. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally fine. If, like, if the cartoon keeps going, I'll be totally happy with it because I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I think there's just a general fear that the Boom universe is going to just kind of take over the, the main universe. I know they keep denying it and saying it's not going to happen, but it just they're putting so much emphasis on it, understandably, because they have products coming out and they've got the show, but it, it just feels a little weird to me. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the other thing, is that they put so much money into this initiative and with the games not panning out, that like they have to make sure that that wasn't a failure, and, and like if the cartoon's succeeding, then the, the cartoon's got to get lifted up on this pedestal. Is like, look yes. at this awesome thing everyone universally loves. I'm hoping Fire and Ice is good, though. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably. <laughs> I mean, Aaron, Aaron says it's good. <laughs> Who? I say Aaron. Yeah, the Aaron, the yeah. community manager yeah. of oh, Sega of America. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think. I think at some point. Oh yes, yes. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking. I think at some point, uh, Sonic Boom will end up being just a cartoon and, uh, and possibly some mobile games. You know, some games on your phone like the Sonic Dash Two, which I need to play at some point as well. Uh, haven't bothered yet. Just didn't like that one. Yeah. yeah. I, I really liked Dash. Yeah, it's uh, Dash. I think it's the same as Dash, but with Sonic Boom. Environments and That's characters, what I think. Like, yeah, yeah. But so. um, yeah, it's it's also been like really quiet since uh, since Boom came out. Like other than Lost World, we haven't really heard about like a mainline Sonic game. This is the 25th anniversary we're coming up to next year. Um, but yeah, yeah, like Boom uh, season two, really excited for. Yeah, I have a feeling. Um, I have a feeling that that's the the other bit of news that Donnie was gonna talk about. Oh yeah, sorry. What is it? What. Sonic, Sonic next year? No, new Sonic. No. Um, uh, and I just failed miserably. Sonic, Sonic popcorn shop and Waku Waku Sonic Patrol car is now available. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on Mame. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, somebody found the actual machine of the popcorn one. I know. <laughs> I've never even heard of the popcorn one. Like I remember Waku Waku uh, Patrol, whatever, was like. Um, <laughs> Back in my earlier days, of like uh, hovering around like Sonic Retro and like some other sites, and that being like this mystery game that everyone knows existed, but what was it? How did it play? God, I need to know. Now we actually have like it's it's comparable to. I remember when everyone talked about um, the dragon that was missing from Sky Chase in Sonic Adventure. And like when when that came out, there's like huge swell of like everyone being like, "We found it!" <laughs> Less excited about the popcorn machine, but it's pretty great. Hey, if it can make me popcorn, then it's already more profitable than any Sonic game's ever been for me. You need a special emulator for that, though. <laughs> or do it virtually make popcorn. You, you, you need a 3D printer for that. Next, yeah, your emulator. 3D print the popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, that's so everything. That's everything. I thought you were going to talk about the going back to the roots thing for Sonic. Well, everyone else has already talked about Sonic. Yeah, yeah. So because we were talking about Sonic, I, th I thought that was it. So I, I, fa I, I failed miserably. I'd rather yeah. talk about Sega to Sanctuary some more. Yes, play till <laughs> your fingers bleed. Talk about him until your fingers break. Or break, yeah, that's it. That's late break. I don't know. I'm unconfused. Well, that was the news. At least have a running. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I'm just trying to uh, sound professional. And uh, so, th these were the news. Donnie's News Corner. So, we'll take a quick break. We'll play one of your songs from the new EP. Um, yeah. And I think we'll play uh, Chemical Rush, you know. Uh, awesome. Which is an awesome song. Uh, of the. Oh. Sorry? I was just saying, like, I love that one, but they're all great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I hope you like this one. It's our take on Chemical Plant Zone. Yep, so we'll start with that. When we get back, we will talk more with the Blast Processors about their new EP and other stuff, so don't go anywhere. This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. We'll be right back. There's trouble brewing. Neurons in my head feel like they're gonna pop. I'm feeling toxic waves of fire My test, my number one desire Treading water gets me higher Through this endless acid fire No time to think in this drink The end is nearing. The 
on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat. Welcome back to the Sega Lounge. We just played Chemical Rush by the Blast Busters and off their uh, new EP, Chaos Rising. Ooh, spooky. Ooh. <laughs> so, welcome back to the show, guys. Uh, again, thank you for joining us. Um, so, before we talk about uh, the, this new EP... Uh, would you guys like to let us know what you're, what you've been up to during this past year or so? Yeah, yeah, it's been a busy year. We've uh, we did a lot of shows. Um, yeah, kind of like a record number of shows. We played and we played with uh, with some people we really respect. We played with Mega Ran. Um, oh, awesome! We, we played Splash. Went with him at Magfest, uh, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did we do? We played a bunch of shows. Yeah. Um, well, I know. Uh, a bit more recently, we did uh, Nerd Noise Night, which is the uh, Toronto Fan Expo uh, nerd show that they do every year. And Fan Expo is kind of like the biggest convention we have here. They yeah. get like 150,000 people. It's, or like, it's like a Comic Con kind of thing. Yeah. Um, awesome. So we, we had a packed show. We were at the, the Horseshoe Tavern. We got to cross that one off our list, which is uh, one of those like old legendary venues in the city. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, we played with some with, with uh, Word Burglar and More or Less and um, Kirby Crackle. So a lot of these kind of yeah, like yeah. nerd music guys. A couple of them from Toronto, a couple of them from the West Coast. So that was fun. Um, we, we've been really just working on... Well, actually, we released our music video for our cover of True Survivor oh, for Kung Fury. Yes. That would have been this year. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. And that got, pre- that got premiered at the, the Canadian premiere. Um, they showed our video before the film, along with a couple other radtacular videos. Uh, and that was just a silly, like, spur-of-the-moment cover we decided to do in April, knowing the film was coming out in May. And we're like, let's just, uh, let's just do that. Yeah, I think we, like, just sent it over, uh... Uh, to the guy that was doing like the Toronto uh, screening, and he was like, "This is really great. Would you guys like to have it uh, premiered there?" And and we were like, "Oh my god, yes, of course!" And the story behind <laughs> that music video is really hilarious because um, like we filmed it behind another convention that we were playing. We did. It was it was funny because we were. Um, we wanted to make a music video. We knew we wanted to have one. We wanted to be cheesy and low budget and stupid. And uh, <laughs> we were at a we were at a con that we were supposed to play, but like for some ungodly reason, they wanted soundcheck at nine in the morning or something or eight thirty in the morning, even though we were going on at like you know eight in the evening. So we had a twelve hour window in this industrial park in like the suburbs of Toronto. So there's nowhere to go. We're up there. We're stuck. And we just managed to um, like coordinate such that our, our videographer friend and super amazingly talented man Rob Lee was with us at the time, 
And so we're in this industrial facility. It looks like a warehouse or a factory. Behind where the con is, there's like forklifts and crazy power <laughs> equipment and machines. And we just said, well, fuck it. We've got our show costumes. Why don't we just film the music video while we're here? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it came together surprisingly well. Yeah. It was it was it worked out too. We got uh, there was a cameo from uh, Epic Game Music, uh, James Ronald, like a, a really good friend of ours, was also playing that show. So uh, we had him join in uh, on a couple shots, awesome. and then and and later on, we, like we did some we did some fun like post processing on it. There's a there's a whole bit where I basically like karate chop kick this uh, like a motobug or something. It was buzz bomber. Buzz bomber. And, like just. <laughs> Basically, just beating up these like Sonic One badniks and like explosions just rotoscoped over top of my feet and doing like just, just Game Gear does like some push ups for no reason. I think Saturday eats a banana. It's just really weird. <laughs> we, jump up, we jump up a loading dock and it's oh, funny because yeah. like it looks kind of pathetic because it's filmed from like halfway up the loading dock, but it was actually like a six and a half, seven foot jump. Yeah, so it's like. <laughs> Like trying to do the practice runs of that, it's like this. I might break my legs. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so we did that, um, and then we geared down to work on the EP. And now the EP we'd actually been working on for quite some time at that point. We'd started off. Um, Metal Destruction was the first track. It was an idea that uh, Mega Drive and I had in January. We um, we were at my place, and uh, as per usual. We were jamming, trying to come up with some ideas, and we were having some um, some drinks, as as is the case for most of our songwriting. And uh, and it's funny because like we've been playing, uh, he and I had been playing the uh, Metal Sonic theme as just a warm up in jams forever since since episode yeah. two came out. Yeah, because it was like it's it's uh, probably the best song in in the whole. Sonic 4 episode 2 soundtrack. Yeah, right? and it's like it's 25 two, seconds. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's like a 25 second loop and like the the about three chords the entire song, but we like so we had to think about like how to stretch it out and like what to do that's interesting about it. Um, and I, it came out like really well. But yeah, that was a really early one. And it refined the kind of direction we wanted for the album, which was um, previously, like our, our Genesis uh, at EP before it, we took a lot of the direct melodies from the songs and we kind of either sang to them or we arranged them, but it was very, very, very focused on that original melody. And yeah. for this EP, we wanted to be a little bit more out of left field. Because we knew we were doing something that was just going to be Sonic, we didn't want to be yet another Green Hill Zone cover. Like, like just dead on very literal so we took a bit more of um i guess uh creative license and liberty with it where we took the kind of the chord progression and some of those main themes so that you recognize mm-hmm. what it is yeah but then we pulled it back a little bit we either shifted the genre to something you wouldn't expect or really just kind of riffed around mm-hmm. the, me- the melody itself yeah and that's kind of like the uh the ground rule we usually have for each of our songs is like we want to do something with this song that either like has not been done to our knowledge by like another band or like is kind of a different take on like a really familiar song but still still make it so that if you hear it you're like oh that's chemical plant zone i love that song like yeah and like, we want our music to also be like enjoyable by people who aren't necessarily diehard sega fans because mm-hmm. we recognize that in north america um we're in the minority people who like you know who are diehard sega fans just because of availability right like in in, in latin america and in, and in uk 
Genesis was everything. Everything was Mega Drive this and Master System that. And, yeah, yeah. Um, but here, it's 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 harder to find people who grew up with Sega. Yeah, it's, like, it's a bit more even split between people who are like, did you have an NES or did you have a Genesis? Um, but yet, like, that core, like, that hardcore Sega fan base is a bit smaller, but mm-hmm. I think it's more, it's also, like, stronger. Like, yeah. it's a bit more of, like, a closer-knit, yeah. uh, like, band of people. Which is, I mean, as is evidenced by... Radio Sega, Sonic yeah, Retro, exactly. Sega Nerds. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, there are very, very tight-knit communities that are very close, and that's part of what keeps us coming back to, like, it's it's part of what we love about Yeah, we want, to, we want to service, like, a, a, a section of video game music that doesn't really get a whole lot of uh, coverage in, like, the grander VGM scene. Like, stuff like Sonic and Toe Jam and Earl usually get some kind of representation but like you never hear anybody do like Afterburner or Outrun or something yeah. and that's kind of like what we wanted to do is put a voice to uh, things that pe- people are like diehard fans of that you don't hear anywhere and when we play yeah. shows like our crowds are a mix of walk-ins because we play like fairly big venues in the city so people who just go to these venues to hear rock or punk or metal we want them to come in and not be like the fuck is this nerd shit you know um which which is possible if we were very 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 like if we were if you if you were just doing covers right if you're just covering the song and not adding anything new to it yeah yeah we want to put our stamp on it Yeah. yeah. So that's that's so back that's to your original long, question. Yeah, that's our long-winded answer of what we've been doing. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, it's been busy. We got new yeah. merch coming now soon. Finally, yeah. we're gonna make it available for international people too, because we'd only just sold at shows. We're actually gonna have like shirts and cool stuff available for anyone to order. Awesome. Like, memorabilia and hard copies of the album and all yeah. that cool stuff. Oh yeah, yeah that's nice. Shows. We're basically we're we're just like gearing up for like a big another. A big push in the like next year, basically. Yeah, awesome. So exciting stuff to happen. Uh, before we get into the, the album itself, the EP, and um, we'll probably do what we did ne- last time. You talked about each of the tracks. It's not going to take yeah. long because it's only for this time. But uh, uh, <laughs> you went with just Sonic songs. Why? Why is just Sonic this time? Well, last time when we when we did our like uh, debut album and even the EP, it was a bit more of a broader uh, uh, stretch across like the Sega Pantheon. So uh, we had a, bu- a couple Sonic songs in there, uh, but like the re- usually we we wanted to have what we wanted to have in the first one and like this EP was that Sonic is basically that that lowest common denominator for like anyone who's ever come anywhere near a Sega Genesis or ever Mm -hmm. claims to have ever been a Sega fan or loved playing Sega games at at, like their friend's house it like nine times out of ten what you were playing was Sonic the Hedgehog Mm -hmm. so that's what everyone's uh, that's what everyone's really familiar with that's like the the big draw in so we wanted to hit that for people and like get the like the really familiar stuff uh, down so that we could bring people in and then also introduce them to the, the newer stuff. So they come in for the Sonic and stay for like the Golden Axe or, or mm-hmm. Cool Spot. Yeah, and then we, we realized that look, we were being a little hipstery. Um, <laughs> we had a bit of an attitude about it too. We're, we're like, just like, you know what? Right now, we don't want to do a Sonic album because we we want to be, you know, original. We want to do some cool stuff. We want to remind people about Afterburner and Hang On mm-hmm. and like these arcade classics. We want to educate people. Yeah, yeah. And then we had a bit of like a coming to Jesus moment where we're like, well, 
if if we want people to actually hear our stuff, maybe we should give them something that they they know so they can revisit the rest of our depths. And we love sonic music too, but it's just like we didn't want to be yet another. Which is also why it took us yeah. so long to make this EP because we wanted to make sure each song was original and unique in some interesting way. Yeah, yeah. Because I think we we cover um, we don't do anything from Sonic One in this one, but like Sonic Two, Three, and Sonic Four, like we and Knuckles and Knuckles. It's, it's the same <laughs> game. We're, just, we're not gonna have this conversation again. But, but uh, yeah, we wanted to like really grab that that Sonic fan base and like that uh, that really hardcore uh, like maybe maybe your knowledge of of Sega. Uh, in general, isn't super huge, but you probably played Chemical Plant Zone, or you, you probably know what Ice Cab Zone is. Yeah. Um, so, like, that—that yeah, that was our main idea going into this one was that we really should just do like a a decent like tribute of just Sonic the Hedgehog stuff uh, completely. Yeah. yeah. And, and then uh, I think we'll, we'll probably branch out a bit more uh, after this. We got some um, cool shit we're, we're working on right now. We got some things that are like are in the idea stage right now that could be a lot of fun and probably will revisit Sonic some more. Yeah, we're we're definitely not going to leave like Sonic behind. Like we're not going to like give you like a bunch of Sonic songs and then like spend like, the rest of our time like, making Alex s- Kid covers. Yeah. <laughs> All Alex yeah. Kidd, all rock, the time. Rock, paper, scissor, blast processor album coming 2016. <laughs> <laughs> the one song. That, that, <laughs> sound, that sounds great, though. It is. You yeah. know, I've, yeah. I've thought about how to do that, and I'm not sure yet. I don't have an answer, but we'll, it, it, keep your eyes open. It'll be an yeah. Alex Kidd Fantasy Zone only album. <laughs> Hey, Fantasy Zone would be fun. That yeah, be that, that's awesome. But how do you do that for like a rock band? Like, we gotta think about that. We can make it. Happen. We, yeah, yeah. We, 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 uh, we so need yeah, to talk. So we need to talk off the air after this because you know you, you ha- you've got some cool ideas. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, that, that's that's actually makes sense. So we're, you're starting with Sonic, and then you're conquering everyone's ears with Sonic and. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, okay. like typical us uh, again. We we had two really well known songs with Ice Cap and Chemical Planet in there, yeah, and then two kind of more unknowns where with you know Sonic Four Episode Two, which I guarantee I- I- anyone who you know enjoyed Sonic Two back in the day probably has not that, played. That Venn diagram gets smaller. And it smaller. does. <laughs> like Lava Reef, which is still fairly, you got to be pretty far into Sonic and Knuckles to un- to know Lava Reef. Yeah, that's that's the deep cut from that one. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think so. No, it's amazing. It's amazing. I, I think it's really uh, easy to like your new EP. To be honest, you know. Uh, Thank you. Uh, 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 another reason why is all of them too, like in terms of listens and, and people downloading it. Yeah, um, reviews have been really good. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I think I think the quality as well improved very much uh, since the, the last album. Uh, We're learning a lot, and yeah, every it, day is a learning process. Yeah, if, if the the vocals, the even the the. The, the genres you 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 actually include in this in these songs because you I think the last one was a bit more rock and this time you include more electronic elements into the songs as well which is nice yeah yeah 
I'm, I'm not an audiophile, even though I manage a radio station, but I'm no audiophile. <laughs> so, but that's my, my personal opinion. And so I think it's really easy, especially since you're uh, going with Sonic songs, it's really easy to, to like this new EP. So if, you, if everyone listening to us hasn't um, tried listening to, to the, the, the EP, we have a link in our website, one of the news posts we did, um, I think, was it... A couple of months ago, when the album... Yeah, it was uh, September 18th, so just a month ago. Yeah, man, so uh, we did a, a news post on that, so just go follow that link and give it a listen and uh, download the, the album, because it's really, really nice. So would you guys like to talk um, a bit briefly about each song? We only have four yeah, songs, so you yeah, feel sure. free. Uh, maybe we'll do this in order, so starting with Metal Destruction. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we touched on this one a little bit already. Yeah. But, um, we like our roots to the band are founded in kind of hard rock uh, and power rock, like kind of like '80s hair metal, '80s hair rock, but lots of like you know squeedly meebly synths and squeedly meebly guitar solos and and powerful vocals. And this of the songs in the album, this is the one that embodies that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like again, like this was a, a long time coming because like we we've just like really. We really love jamming to that song because it was just a really simple riff, and then uh, it just kind of evolved into this uh, this full song. And we were trying to think of like ways we could make it more interesting, and we ended up deciding to go with more of a counter melody for the the vocals. Mm-hmm. Um, like the the main melody is a bit more uh, just it's on the synth entirely. We don't really sing to it all that much no I, never actually and it's all and it's what we want we wanted to keep like we're like what's iconic about this song well there's the the opening held sustained notes that you know the da na 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 like that's something that everyone knows and recognizes mm-hmm. that song instantly and the rest of it like we were thinking about singing it but it's so fast paced like yeah. singing to it would be really syncopated and weird that's the tough thing like sometimes we come to a song and we're like oh this is really singable like this melody is like could totally work for vocals but then when you try to do it to words and it doesn't really fit because it's like that main melody is like and like each time it hits another note it usually is like another syllable or like another start of a word so you get this like really syncopated kind of mess mm-hmm. sometimes when you're not yeah. expecting it and it's hard it's hard to weave a narrative so yeah. what happens we were just sitting down and we we kind of came up with this idea of like let's write a duel yeah, because um, like that's the that's the whole concept of of uh, Sonic versus four. Metal Sonic, right? Concept of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's the tr- the classic rivalry, and we wanted to write this thing. It started off just from Metal's perspective of like, uh, I'm not even alive. I'm just this machine. I have no other purpose than to kill you. So that's what I'm gonna do. And you suck. Yeah. And so <laughs> and we decided to. We then later that helped us expand into okay. Here's a. Uh, call and response from Sonic uh, from his perspective of like I'm just inherently better than you because uh, like I'm all natural mm-hmm. oh natural I, I I don't miss leg day yeah um, <laughs> so you just have a turbine in your chest that's cheating games he's naked <laughs> um, yeah he's and then we and then coming towards like the, the end of it I came up with this idea to like have I really love uh, hard rock songs that have a bit where like the rhythm and uh, percussion just kind of hit the same time, and mm-hmm. then there's like a bit of space, so it's like, 
I thought that would be really fun to try, and it, it worked out really well. Um, I should mention uh, the drums on that song were actually recorded by Yari yeah. from, from a Toronto band called Villainest. Uh, if you're also a Sega fan, you should check them out. Yeah, there. So it's funny. Funny, quick aside, little analogy about how we even know this band. Um, in our early days, so we've been around for about a year before we met Villainist, uh, and I think they had just formed. Anyway, Saturn sends a message to the group thread we have on Facebook, which is how we mostly coordinate, and he's like. Who are these guys? They call themselves a Sega band moving in on our turf in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> he gets very defensive. And, and their first two songs were great. They basically they meld um, hard rock and chip, and but it's all FM chips. So they they uh, they nice. use you know software synths. Now they're using an actual Mega Drive as part of their performance. It's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we reached, listened to their first EP. They put out two songs, and we reached out to them and realized very quickly that we were all kindred spirits and amazing friends mm-hmm. and we since played a ton of shows with them yeah yeah so we um and we still are we're, we're in drummer transition drummer purgatory where um uh we don't really we borrow we have we have a drummer who will come and play shows with us uh, mm-hmm. who's great he knows our material but isn't really a part of the band and uh and we collaborate with other drummers so we were like well we need cool badass drums for this i'd sequenced some drums and i didn't really like them mm-hmm. and so i reached out to yari and he said like well hell yeah and uh, and just knocked it out of the park. It was um, it was just super incredible. Yeah, it really it really punched that song up a couple notches in my opinion. Like uh, like if we had just had like a digital drum behind it, it wouldn't have had the same impact. Yeah. So yeah. that was that was fun, and they're great. Villainest, uh, always constantly misspelled name. So <laughs> <laughs> we can send it up. We'll, we'll is it is it just like one word? Villainest. Yeah. Vil- vil- villain and then est. Est. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, they're 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 fun, and they just, they've got a new play. EP coming soon too. Ooh, so uh, yeah. that's going to be great. Nice. Um, but yeah, so we got Yari to record on that, and then we just went went ham on it, mm-hmm. and uh, and we spent a lot of time in production. Then we released that one uh, towards the end of April, I believe. Yeah, the beginning of April. Yeah, this April, was like yeah. the the first single out of the the EP. Yeah, and yeah, we, and we sent. Uh, funny enough, like back in January when I was first brainstorming like like and uh Mega Drive and I got like some ideas down. I sent a like a 30 second clip of it to Kopke just to make sure he uh <laughs> over at Second Nerds just to see if, if he knew what, what the track was. And he's like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited about this." <laughs> you can't tell a living soul until it's out. So, <laughs> damn you Kopke, you should have told me. Damn you. <laughs> uh yeah. A uh, big shout out to our good friend Kopke. <laughs> yeah. the story of metal destruction. Yeah, that th- that was actually my my reaction when I, when I first when you actually shared. I think you shared it on on YouTube, I, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Firstly, yep. and uh, I I remember listening to it to it and going, "Whoa, no, they didn't," because it's one <laughs> of my it's my favorite song of the the Sonic Four uh, episode two. Soundtrack. That is so. my favorite song from the whole Sonic yeah. Four from both games. Yeah, like, yeah, one, exactly. One had some good stuff, but like. Man, it's the, I love I love that track, and uh, and we love the OVA. We're fans of, of the the OVA despite its flaws. And so <laughs> many, many many flaws. Don't talk shit about Knuckles Hat. Oh, uh, <laughs> Knuckles Hat come back as its own character. <laughs> Sorry, Knuckles Hat for Smash. Hashtag Knuckles Hat. The monologue uh, at the beginning of the track, just to kind of like oh, actually that's something that that uh, is really funny. So. Um, bit of a legacy thing actually because this is in like the first 
draft of it. It was, and we threw it back in. And, we'll, and the other thing is that we had this, um, the electronic bit at the beginning, the pure dance, 90s dance, mm. was actually like a psych out. Um, it's kind of how, how, we, how we worked it, because we, we started writing it, and we had this cool 90s thing, and then we, we had this new idea, and we're like, well, both of these are really good. Uh, maybe we'll just put it on front uh, at the beginning as kind of like a hype builder, mm-hmm. and when everyone thinks they're getting ready for some aqua-style Euro dance, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll hit them over the head with some, some hard rock, some power. And, uh, and I think it works. It's, it's a silly, fun way to open the album. Yeah, we played it live a couple times, and people really seem to enjoy it. Like, it's a, it's a good lead-up that lets us kind of like banter over it and like the... Uh, lets our instruments kind of like uh, sometimes in the show, like the guitar or uh, bass or, or something, will will come in with that. Just kind of build us up a bit more gradually. Gives everyone some time to tune while yeah. that's going. It's but, all good. <laughs> yes, but uh, but yeah, I definitely wanted to have something from uh, Robotnik from that movie. Yeah, awesome. he's, he's pretty great. He's second second only to Jim Cummings in my opinion. That uh, <laughs> that Robotnik. Oh man, awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I'm just thinking about. Uh, um, an aqua style cover of a sonic song now <laughs> what have you done uh hashtag oh, girl, I'm, a, I'm a barbie sonic girl. <laughs> yeah i'm a barbie I sonic fantastic it's <laughs> fantastic <laughs> <laughs> oh like, i'm not God. comfortable with this anymore <laughs> <laughs> moving on <laughs> song number two uh well, and, and th- th- this me. this is a nice surprise actually hard times yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was, uh, it started off as a joke. Um, <laughs> because, so... As most things do. We, we, had, we had a show in January that we played with, with Mega Ran before we went off to MAGFest. He came up to visit and we played this thing. We had, um... um Martial art. Martial art. No, sorry. This was this was that was this was with uh you read, no no this was it was anyway, it was Pete Lepley. It was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, a phonetic, phonetic hero. hero. Phonetic hero and Mega Ran came up from from the US of A and played a big show with us in January, and we debuted uh, hard times there as a, as a joke. We're like, well, we want to round out our set and uh, let's see, we can we'll just play hard times. That's fun. Yeah. We love this track. Like, like you know what? That's kind of already did our job for us, and like that's a, that's a. <laughs> Because uh, sometimes we'll play like uh, City Escape or Live and Learn just as like a straight cover for fun. Because uh, it's a song that's already done. We have to write it. Yeah. Uh, and, and and it's and like it's the it's interesting because it's kind of the reverse of us in that Ice Cap is a cover of, of Hard Times, really, because it's Bucks are covering himself. Yeah. And so we covered the cover of the cover, <laughs> and and we went with coverception. Well, yeah. Yeah. I always like getting those really deep cuts because, like, every time, like, as we said, we're trying to hit, like, a, a fairly wide audience, like, Sega fans and, and just, you know, music fans in general. But I always love having that one thing that there's, like, one guy in a crowd who's really into Sega and, like, knows his stuff. And then we start playing, like, the Jetsons Hard Times version of no, that uh, was, Ice Cap. That was at the show with Martial Art that we Yeah, yeah, yeah. Martial Art it was, was the Martial Art. Like, he, lost, he lost his shit over it. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, because that, that's the reaction that I'm talking about. Like, that's what I wanted. Like, somebody in the crowd being like, <gasps> wait a minute. It was the one person in the audience, too. Like, everyone was just having fun. Yeah, they're like, yeah, this is a dancing little tune. Like, that, that's side three. That's the Jets. What? Because we only just discovered that, like, half a year ago. Yeah, I think we, we, closed, out, we, we closed out with that. And I think everyone was kind of losing their minds dancing yeah, around. Yeah. So it was really fun. Um, but there's not a lot of a story for this one. Um, we just, we jammed it out and we really liked it. Yeah. And so we went back and, and made our version. Um, Point of Pride 
uh, in that I'm a big synth file. Um, I, I have a lot of synthesizers. If you check our Twitter, I posted a picture of us <laughs> before uh, recording, and literally yeah. in my room there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven synthesizers just surrounding me right now, <laughs> not a, including the keytars. Yeah, there's a keytar to my left. There's a lot in here. There's two other keytars over there. Um, and so, as a guitarist, I'm a little frightened right now. <laughs> but most most of um, most of my synths are vintage, or at least done by people who were vintage like creators back in the day. Um, and every synth sound on the Hard Times track, to be authentic, was actually done using a synth from the 1980s. So I patched and built all my sounds on 80 synths to kind of keep it true to the vibe of the song and the feel, mm. um, and despite adding a little bit more modernity in terms of the way we were arranging it, like the, mm. the bell arpeggio, and then adding in the, um, the kind of chilly chimes, doing the actual ice cap theme over the chorus was the Roland D50, which uh, mm. is, is a really fun piece of kit. Yeah. Awesome. You know, you know what my favorite part of this song is? The lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a really bad person. No. <laughs> Seriously though, this is a nice cover, so so congrats well, on that. Well, a lot of people, I've seen a lot, a lot of good response on on Twitter when this came out. That everyone was there was a couple of posts of like. Oh my god, did I got the Jetsons cover in here? That's amazing. Or like the Jetsons original, I guess. Yeah. I should stop calling it. Yeah, it's not a cover. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, it is a little Inception-y. It's a little uh, yeah. hard to wrap your head around. Yeah. But yeah, who, there's no who came there. first? It was fun to record. We um, we, we did a bunch of it. Like we, we did a lot of this album kind of remotely in that um, we all live on very different ends of the city and we all have very busy schedules. Mm. But now every member of the band has a proper recording setup in their ho- in their homes. Uh, actually, point of point to note: um, this album, like all of our others, yeah, was entirely home studio. There is no like studio, like professional studio recording in here. It's all just done either in my studio or uh, at Saturn's out in his place, um, or from just kind of like a, a pickup. I mix everything and master everything at home, and. Uh, yeah, so kind awesome. of a point of pride. I mean, one of these days I would like to do a proper comparison of what we could sound like in a studio, but they're just so damn expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think you sound great right, right now, so you I don't think you need it, but okay. <laughs> you, need, you need to try it one day. So song number three, Chemical Rush. We, we played this already on the show. Uh, so I like uh, lots of stuff uh, about this song. I especially like the inclusion of the the drowning sound effect was, at some point, that was, and that that, was that little I monologue. I get a little bit of a, a you know adjust my tie. That was my idea. It was with <laughs> um, the, the vocals. So I I had this idea that like if we're gonna do Chemical Plant, we gotta do some reference to drowning because that's ev- everyone who's ever played that game has drowned in that stage <laughs> uh, in the purple stuff. Yeah, but. Um, I'm actually, also, uh, I hope people notice because we put in the lyrics that it's Mega Mac. We actually referenced the, both the manual and the comics. Yes. Oh, I didn't All notice the, that. Muck or I something. Know. But um, but yeah, so I, I just had this idea that like we should have a we want to have like a breakdown in the middle. So uh, the drowning music seems like it'd be a fun thing to do. And then so I, I sent I recorded that and we sent it over to. Uh, Saturn to see what he could do over top of it and he came up with this like that whole monologue 
uh, of Sonic, like, oh god, where's the air? That was all him just improvising. Yeah. And it turned out <laughs> so good. Like, we were laughing so hard. Well, that, you need to take a step back a little bit. The genesis of that one, pun intended, I guess, uh, comes from, from, um, Saturn JP himself. He, um, he really wanted to do chemical plant a lot and so did we but he had this we were he was living with me for a bit um his house was getting renovated and so i put him up in my spare room and we spent a lot of time jamming and uh we just kind of came up with this kind of and uh this weird kind of zeppelin-y feel and that's really what we wanted to go with this kind of you know and every song on the ep we wanted to be different from from a different genre perspective and different stylistically and so this one really kind of solidified that that idea for us where we're we just looked at what we'd put together, gazed at upon it, and went, we just wrote kind of like a Led Zeppelin song, so <laughs> let's just roll with it. Let's just make this like a, a kind of fun, dirty rock song. Yeah, and that kind of ended up informing the lyrics, too, because we, we got this idea of, like, basically that song is just robotic as, like, the acid queen. Like, he's yeah. just, like, <laughs> a, a drug dealer, essentially. And, like, this idea that you're getting like addicted to the chemicals in this stage and that like that, just that whole idea of like him being like a little bit more dark and like like the other ones we have i guess he's he's pretty murderous in all of our songs <laughs> yeah we kind of we kind of borrow from the sad amsonic book of yeah, uh, yeah. of writing for for all of this <laughs> i mean he blew up the moon like <laughs> <laughs> he did blow up the moon yeah that happened yeah he's pretty yeah. evil so yeah <laughs> um but yeah so that one was fun and uh it also sat for a long while. We actually had um, we had three quarters of the song done for a very long time. We got most of it done in one sit- session. We had written a chunk of it. Mm-hmm. Didn't we? Only had lyrics for the first verse, um, like the first pair of verses and the choruses. Mm-hmm. And when we sat there, we were like, we don't know how to introduce, how to start this, or how to finish it. Yeah, that's yeah. the trickiest part when you have like the middle, but you don't have like how do we how do we get to this yeah. point? Or, like, where does it go? That that's always like where we sometimes get stumped. And we had this, like, we had the, you know, we opened up with the, I mean, we kind of still do on the album, too, but we were originally opening up with, like, the, the trumpet fanfare, you know, the proper, like, da 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 But it just, it didn't feel right. Like, we kept listening to it, being like, this would be great if it, the song just started. And, mm. and, like, there was a lot of cutting and a lot of weird working around. And then, once we kept it, decided, like, it should be a separate piece and not necessarily in the same, you know, tempo or, like, going as crazy as the rest of the song, um, it, it felt a little better. But th- mm. that was a lot of, like, we're going to leave this for three months and then come back to it, and hopefully it actually, make, you know, sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that one was, like, down to the wire, too. I think it was the last song we finished for the EP... Yeah, the yeah, last track was delivered to us the night of the, or like the night before the launch. <laughs> yeah, um, it just it just took a while. It just, we couldn't get it to sound right until we did. Okay, and spoiler alert: uh, Tails dies. So yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> or, or or maybe he doesn't. In greater numbers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I left. At the bottom of that stage is just like a pile of of dead tails is just like <laughs> just floating around. Yeah. Best way to beat that boss though. Sit back while your friend just wails on oh, the man. tails. So I didn't know this until like a couple years ago that you could just like uh you could just crouch and then the stuff that he drops on you doesn't damage you. Yes. Wait wait what? What? Say what? <laughs> Say what? <laughs> yeah, try that out. Next time you're playing Chemical Plant Zone, you get to that boss, just crouch. Like I, the, I think the, I think it's the worst the worst apart from the Metropolis Zone uh, boss. 
which I still hate yeah. to this day. The, the balloon thing? Yeah, I, yeah. I still can't really... Uh, sometimes I get lucky and I hit it right, but uh, most times I just... Uh, Get, keep getting hit but um, that guy's tough Wing Fortress's boss is stupid <laughs> yeah but, but it's 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 doable it's it's logical at least but but this one the chemical plant zone was was really hard when I was a kid I remember that but um, you know I, I need to try <laughs> crouching yeah 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 this doesn't it's sound tricks. dirty at all how, uh, how to win at Sega yeah. game blast processes pro tips <laughs> yeah Adding some blast processing to your day. Okay. Second uh, education. Second education. Hashtag second education. Sonic schoolhouse. Yo, <laughs> class is in session. <laughs> a quick aside, because we, we've been talking for over 30 minutes now, so uh, we, we I want to play another of your tracks. But uh, a quick aside before we you briefly talk about track number four. Um, how is the creative process uh, in general for the lyrics? part of the, the song so you in this case you just had an idea and you went with it but then you didn't know how to start the, the song and how to finish it yeah. do you generally just like write a, a story and then adapt it into the song or do you sp write specifically for the the tune how does it work so usually what happens is it will will jam out a general feel for like what the like how the instrumentation is gonna sound and like what what's the overall like vibe that this song is gonna have and then usually that'll that'll help inform us what kind of story we want to tell yeah. um, so we, we generally pull out like a keyword like even when we were working on on chemical plant mm -hmm. we had a brainstorm and we're like well we kind of want this one to be about drugs <laughs> like that's, that's like well it's, it's like a what if what if instead of being like toxic waste yeah the Mega Mac is actually like uh, a drug he's using to infect and control the populace mm -hmm. like that's like funny little what ifs and sometimes they're stupid and we never revisit them <laughs> but other times they turn into a song and yeah like I remember like when we very when we started like way way back uh, it would It, we had these like grand designs of like we're gonna write this this like five part like sonic opera like rock opera sort yeah. of thing and like we had this whole like back and forth like this is where Sonic sings and this is where Knuckles sings and then they both come back um, which you can kind of still hear the remnants of it way back in our uh, first album uh, but yeah it's it's usually um, It's usually it's, uh, what you just described. Like we, we just try to figure out what is the like what what's the concept behind it. Like what like come up with like a short phrase of like what is what's the like start, beginning, and end of this song. And most of the lyricization is done by um, Saturn, Mega Drive, and I. And we just like generally that's that's always done in person. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like there there are only a couple of songs that were written kind of in isolation. Um, The, the last track of the album, Calm Before the Storm, um, most of that, like, the, the most of the, the kind of feel of, and, like, um, tone of the song, I came up with. But then, you know, Mega Drive came over and we just kind of hammered it out. We, we turned it from kind of a slab of, of iron and we smelted it into a sword, you know? We, Whoa. To use a... <laughs> Pretty metal analogy. <laughs> yeah. that, was a, that was a very specific analogy. Like, like that had a clear path. 
um, Great. yeah, that's that's so, basically yeah. our, our creative process. It's very it's very collaborative. Uh, so so it's really hard to. Just the the, the lesson here, me. the lesson here is if you're trying to write some lyrics, think about tracks. Yeah, yes, isn't it? Drugs, yeah, uh, smelting, getting to get yeah, the For, forging. Yeah, winners don't forge swords. <laughs> They do drugs. Uh, no, think, no. I think that's what that's what Sonic and the Black Knights is all about. Right? Yeah, really. <laughs> really just stay away from blacksmithing. It's a, it's a dead trade. I don't know where this joke is going anymore. Rolls. Track number track number four. So yeah, uh, uh, really quickly, the calm before the storm. Uh, Lava reef zone. Uh, sorry, behind this one. Uh, yeah, so so this one's fun. Uh, I was traveling. Um, I was with my, my girlfriend at the time, uh, lived in a, or her parents lived in a tiny town called Thunder Bay, Ontario, which is up in the northern wilds of Canada. <laughs> it's a, it's a, an 18-hour drive away from where I live, basically, to point out how far north it is. And um, But I was, I brought up a synth with me, as I do. I brought my tiniest synth, and... Uh, because I wanted, I just wanted to jam, and I really wanted to make a lavery song. I've been pushing for lavery for a while because I love it so much. And I was just sitting with, with like just a nice piano sound, and I was just playing it kind of measuredly. And I went, "Holy shit! If you put a breakbeat behind this, you'd have a Lincoln Park song." <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's that's literally the inspiration was I want to write a Lincoln Park style no, new metal song. Like mm. you know what? People can hate on Lincoln Park all they want. They were fun, and they had some. Inter- they had an interesting tone. In fact, I feel like their second album, Meteora, the entire thing, start to finish, sounds like a video game soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all totally. about like succeeding, interesting, and powering through things, yeah, and like totally, it, totally. It, it feels like a quest and an adventure. And so, I I, I started writing this, and, and so I went back back home after the Christmas break, and uh, or I was probably this was, in, this was maybe a bit later, maybe February or something. I was there for some reason. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. <clears throat> I just jam out this quick, like, throw a break beat on here, throw the, the Lava Reef piano, and I send it to the guys. I'm like, what do you guys think? And they're like, this is different. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had this idea to, like, if and once I once we kind of came on board of, like, I was like, oh, this is, like, in the style of Linkin Park. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, like, I should mention, like, as part of our creative process, again, like, sometimes it does help, like, we come up with, like, a an idea of like what if we did this in the style of something else like yeah. like what if we did it like a like a total dark metal song or like what if this one's like a ska-esque sort of thing but uh yeah when we came to the idea of like Linkin Park uh, I decided on like I was talking to uh Mega or Master System I'm Mega uh about <laughs> <laughs> if we're if we're doing that then we should start off with this uh this like not acoustic but like a different like cleaner sound to the guitar so it's a bit more melancholy you get more of like a uh not just a crunch chord but like like single note sort of thing to make it like really it's the metallica sound yeah yeah a little bit like it's, it's that james hetfield like really echoey really co- like a chorus a phaser a lot of echo yeah like, yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. On it. yeah i just thought that would like that would be really interesting way to start off and like so different from anything else we've done up to that point so and it's it's not a happy song um and and like we picked it to end the album for a couple reasons so it start the album starts off very aggressive and powerful Mm -hmm. um and then we move on to kind of like a little silly but still you know intense with Mm -hmm. the hard times uh and and chemical rush Mm -hmm. and then we just we end with this kind of melancholic sad track and and only um 
A, because we've never really, you know, a lot of, most of our songs have always been about determination and winning and fighting the power and like, you know, we have this kind of, our narrative about being rebels from the future and so we've kind of written to that. We've never taken time to write a song, say, what would a post-apocalyptic band who's experienced all kinds of suffering, mm. what would they write as like a reflection upon shit that's happened? So that's kind of the mm. approach we took with that. And we, we left the EP hanging because we want people to remind them that there's more coming. Like, we're going to make more songs, and there's more music coming out, and we just kind of want to leave it on something that, that makes you want more. Yeah. yeah. We have, a, like, a bit of a running joke, uh, at least between me and uh, Saturn, that uh, the reason it's so sad is that it's a direct response to Tails dying in the previous song. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a total lament of, like, oh, dear God, he's gone. Why? What was it all worth? <laughs> Like we, we we we've had a lot of big ideas in the past. Um, we, like we, the last time we talked about doing a melancholic song was we were talking about doing a Shining Force EP. Ooh yeah yeah and nice we about, nice yeah we were talking about doing um, uh, the Surf Battle at the Circus and then following that up with um, um, what's the name of the track? well there's there's I remember Battle Three I think is the name of it. that's Battle at the Circus that's the oh yeah yeah you're right you're right you're and then we wanted to follow up with like one of these there's like a really lamentable track in that oh it's probably it's probably the one where like the king dies where it's like yeah that that one maybe yeah and so we wanted to like create this kind of rock opera EP where everything ties in one another and then have this really sad track and I think we just needed to get that sad track out of our system yeah yeah I still really want to hit uh, I don't know about like an EP but like definitely some uh, Shining Force oh, is yeah. on my mind awesome. yeah Shining Force is always there like Fantasy Star and Shining Force and Skies are all just kind of floating out there in front of us um, and we're not sure <laughs> yeah like it hasn't nothing concrete has solidified yet yeah like we, we tried things Gunstar as well Gunstar is big on our list yeah. Yes. And and we one of the first songs we ever started playing was a Gunstar track. Yeah, we were we uh, back when we were like uh, like a couple months into the band and we were like just trying to jam out stuff. We would always try to do something with uh, Empire: The Final Assault, which yeah. is like the fifth stage in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and like we we never we never materialized it into anything, but we've got something sort of building like yeah. keep, your, keep your ears out we, awesome. we, we turned it into something a little interesting but it still needs a lot of time in the oven yeah but looking uh, forward yeah, to it are you f- are you familiar with the the be aggressive oc remix yes. album yes that yeah. album is great yeah yes, that was on my phone for a long time yeah. i listened to that one a lot yeah no i'm a huge ocr fan and like when when i first saw that trailer they were doing a gunstar album because gunstar might be my favorite sega game of all time like n- sonic games notwithstanding yeah. like that is just top notch and it doesn't get the love it deserves no it's it's kind of it's have kind you of- have you tried the the 3d classics version yes yeah. yes it's I, great I isn't it yeah i Oh, because gold and silver can go fuck himself. <laughs> well, I just, well, I mean, like, just the idea of seeing, like, a lot of... The, this is kind of going on a tangent, but, like, the there's a lot of bosses and, like, sprite effects that Treasure was doing on that that were, like, evoking 3D. So to see, like, them actually rework it into an actual, like, depth perceptive yeah. screen is so mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. M2. Like, power to them. They're great. M2 workings. Indeed, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think we'll we'll take a quick break because uh, we've been talking for a, a while now, and uh, we need to play some of your tracks. So we'll go with hard times, because awesome. and this this song is going to play now because hard times are approaching for you guys. 
but I, I'll get into that in a bit. Oh, uh, no. Are, are you going to kill us before this year is over? <laughs> Something oh, like that. Have the happiest days of our lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, please uh, like, comment, and subscribe to our next of kin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, if you could have all the women in the world, what would you do? It's it's a uh, good question. Exactly, exactly, awesome. So we'll, we'll play that. Anyways, there are all the women in the world. Jesus. Yeah, it, it's know, too much. It's like a monkey spa sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Hard times, uh, everyone. Li- I feel like I feel like those lyrics in that song, like he was just being weird for the sake of being weird. Yeah, as was the style of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll take a listen to those uh, lyrics, and we'll be right back with the Sega Lounge uh, something with the Blast Processors.
listening to the Sega Lounge with SSF 1991 Danny. and KC only on Radio Sega. Welcome back, everyone. This was Hard Times, a cover of a cover of a cover by uh, the Blast Processors, <laughs> Coverception, the Jetsons song, actually, uh, or is it the Michael Jackson or the uh, June Sanoi? I don't, it, it, yeah, it's it's confusing. Did you know that Michael Jackson wrote the Blast Processors? Oh my God! <laughs> Did you know Again. Michael Jackson is the Blast Processors? <laughs> Hashtag Sega Education. Um, so we're back. Uh, welcome back, guys, to the show. And uh, you know, uh, you might not remember this, but uh, all of our guests have to go through something. That's why the Hard Times reference was appropriate, because we have the Sega Lounge Challenge. Oh, no. Yes. And, yeah, drama. So... The, the Sega Lounge Challenge is something we do every week with our guests. Um, I, I didn't even remember this because we've been uh, away for so long. Now, you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready for the Sega Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your doom. I mean, welcome to the Sega Lounge Challenge. We have something we've been doing with some of our guests uh, for the past few shows called mm-hmm. Sega Jeopardy. Ooh. Are you familiar with Jeopardy? Yes. Uh, yes. What is Jeopardy? <laughs> Uh, well done. Nice answer. <laughs> or is it a question? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Alex Trebek is a Canadian icon. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. So, I, 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 I can't even uh, start to, or try to get to his persona. He's his the best, but uh, you have KC, the Portuguese icon. Maybe not. No. No. Uh, so we have Sega Jeopardy. So it's like Jeopardy, but with Sega answers. Or is it questions? I, I'm confused. So we have a few awesome. categories. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. No, I was just saying yeah. awesome. Oh, Great. I, th- I think Tony said something, but he got scared. No, I, I said a moment ago, like, what is cloud gaming? <laughs> yeah. What is it? Like, well, you never know. Yeah. What is the Chinese language? <laughs> what are words? <laughs> what is Donnie? Uh, that's a complex one. That's a difficult one. So we, I have lots of categories here. So uh, the thing is, you need to get at least. So we, we have, we'll um, give you ten answers or questions. I don't know, and you need to get them uh, at least six, five, five of them correctly. How does it sound? Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I have lots of categories. We'll maybe just start with a few. And if you if you lose you you die so I think it's fair just fair if yeah. you die in real life you die in real life yes uh, so if you die in a dream uh, you die in real life uh, so I have second consoles that uh, game got really dark after uh, <laughs> after the third one where they started introducing that rule yeah yeah sorry no it's okay we we have Sega consoles, uh, Sega characters, 
Sega arcade games and Sega developing teams. Pick one. Mm. With, uh, uh, consoles? Genesis? Yeah, let's, let's start with consoles. Okay. Consoles for 500. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is consoles for life. Uh, otherwise, you die. Uh, often forgotten, this was the first home console created by Sega. And it was released on the same day as the NES or Famicom in Japan. The, the, oh, the very first? Be, it, uh, that'd be the SG-1000. What is the SG-1000? But that, is that the same timeline as the NES? No, well, in Japan it was the NES was 84? So I'm gonna repeat this. Um, often forgotten, yeah. this was the first home console created by Sega. And it was released on the same day as the NES or Famicom in Japan. Yeah, I, I, I yeah what is the SG-1000? Are you sure? Is it the SG-100? Because <laughs> there's, there's two SG. <laughs> it's the SG-1000, yes. yes. Very Yay. well, very nice. Nice, so you ha you get one correct answer. Awesome. Question. Ah, forget it. You know, we'd screwed that one up. We, we actually yeah. referenced it by name in one of our songs, so an anthem of ages. Yeah, you, you need you need to have named after consoles too. Your, so. your your future drummer needs to be called SG One Thousand. Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, we we had the menacer before. Now I think the next one will be activator pad. <laughs> <laughs> activator pad. That, that's amazing. <laughs> oh my um, god. So. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to... Well, you, you mean, like, stay on consoles? Yeah, or do you want to move? I want to try characters, honestly. All right. characters? Yeah, okay, yeah, Okay, so, let's see, let's see this one. He's a member of the GGs and skates around the streets of Tokyoto wearing his trademark yellow t-shirt and green sunglasses. <laughs> so I based uh, the visual look. Of I ju yeah, I, ju I just remembered that. I just remembered that. So that would be Beats. Who is Beats? Who is Beats? Damn you, yes. Uh, that's correct. Yeah, I, I just remembered that. I remember seeing the, a picture of you with uh, the t shirt, the Insert Coins t shirt. Yeah, I don't wear yeah. it too much because it's actually way too small. Uh. But, but I, that's, why, that's why I have goggles, like green goggles on. Uh. I'm so glad. That the the character wasn't the guy whose name we forgot yesterday. Yeah, we were having a conversation about the the guy that's in like a blue hoodie. He has like red hair, I think. Uh, like wears like 3D glasses or something. Yeah, what's his name? He's got the yeah, the blue hoodie from um, from from GGS as well. Yeah, because we were like we couldn't think of it. Uh, I would have been angry. Is it Garam? Garam, perhaps? With the with the beanie? No. No, oh, he doesn't oh, have. Yeah, doesn't yeah. have glasses. Well, I forget the individual ones, but like, uh, but beat for sure. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. like my favorite visual yeah. Sega character, so I, I tried to base as much as uh, I could off of him. Okay. All right. Yeah, so that, it's easy. Your remaining categories were there. Was, we we uh, have no more categories. If you want to pick another one, like I have more than the ones that I just said. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, so there. You said there were. Uh, yeah, I, I have more. I have uh, Sega yeah. developing teams, Sega arcade games. Uh, Genesis games, Saturn games, Dreamcast games, Master System games, Sega music. Okay. Uh, I think it'd be would be really weird of us to do the Sega music category on the radio <laughs> Sega music <laughs> showcase. So why don't we go? Let's let's uh, let's do arcade games. Put ourselves up yeah, for a challenge. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. Really challenging. yeah Nice, nice. So hmm. the answer is Yu Suzuki. <laughs> Most likely. Uh, this Sega uh, arcade racer is notable for being the first game in which Sonic the Hedgehog appeared in. 
this is this is now this is now incorrect actually. Uh, because new developments uh, were discovered recently, but uh, at the time that I actually wrote this, this was correct. All right. Whoa. But at, at least it's the, the first arcade racer in which Sonic points. appeared. Uh, oh god, I think I remember there were there was like a discovery of like the first game, but it's a racing game also. Or uh, be, before, before, uh, before people discovered, I think it, w it was a platforming game. I think that uh, uh, featured Sonic as an enemy or something. Uh, uh, but I, before people I, discovered I that, hearing about this, um, damn it, uh, I I can't remember. Um, Sonic Eraser. <laughs> Sonic Cross. <laughs> um, that weird. Uh, what was that game where he's like on a he's on a beach and he's like he gives you this really cryptic message if you talk to him. Uh, oh, so like Crusader yeah. of Senti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, no, that's so. not it. <laughs> so, all right. Any any we're, guesses? We're three out of ten. This is good. Yeah. We're three for three. Yeah, we're we're not sure on the on the last one, but three out of three. So okay, uh, so. Take it, take it. Go guess. back to Sega consoles. Oh, oh you you give up on this Wait, one? Uh, yeah. yeah? So what's the what is the actual so, answer to this? One? What is Rad Mobile? A oh, Rad Mobile. Ah, not Rad Racer, eh? Ah, Rad Mobile. Yeah. The f uh, Sonic was a uh, like a, an air freshener. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that part. But an Eggman and stuff. Mobile? Yeah. Rad Racer. Oh well. Okay. Whatever. This yeah, game's well, rad. Yeah, it's rad. It's rad. So. Any Rad Racer is a different franchise. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, it's a different, different franchise. Red Racer. <laughs> Red Racer. Are there giant? No enemy one invited you, Cause. Is there are there any giant <laughs> enemy crabs? <laughs> There's a crab bee. There is a crab bee. Yeah. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Moving so, on. What do I do? Um, so yeah, characters. Let's do, yeah, let's do another character. Say one. characters. Yeah. Nice. So uh, hmm, these are all too easy, but uh, this classic character is said to be a nightmare and can dualize with humans. That's Knights. What, who is Knights? Yeah, yeah, it would be. Yeah, Are you sure? Um, cause, yes. Well, cause the only he, other can, he can dualize with humans. Riala uh, never partners with a human. Yeah, so who is Knights? Yeah. And that's correct. Yeah! So, 4 out of 10. Not I bad, not bad. God, if, there's, if there's a, a Billy Hatch with a giant egg question, <laughs> I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> so let's move on into another category. Sure. Uh, do you another console one, I guess? We, we yeah, also have post-Dreamcast Sega games. Ooh! Oh, oh! Post-Dreamcast post Sega games. Yeah, yeah, do that. That's tough, let's do yeah. that one. Okay, so... Let's go with this one. A tactical RPG with a unique art style, this 2008 original game was set in Gallia during the Second European War. What is Valkyria? That's Valkyria, Valkyria Chronicles. Chronicles. What is Valkyria Chronicles? Damn, I was gonna say it was re recently re-released on Steam, so yeah, <laughs> that's correct. What is yeah. Valkyria Chronicles? I didn't play it when it first came out, but I've been playing the, the Steam one and I actually really enjoy it. It's really, it's a really good game, yeah. It reminds me of a lot of what I liked about uh, old Shining Force games, but I like the uh, the different way that you play it, and like it, it, it's it's very interesting in the way that it it, it has its own style. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and uh, Vice is in it, and Ika from yes. Skies. But yeah, so. I have currently in my party. I have uh, 
I, I have her, but uh, Game Gear has Vice, and I'm so yeah. mad. Like, how did he get him? <laughs> I need Vice. Yeah, no, I think they're they're both available at the, the the start of the game. Ah, okay. Yeah, you just need to look for them and add them to your to your party. Uh, actually, I could died in my game when I first played it, and oh, I was like, no, 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 no not not. I could. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get those medics, bro. Yeah, I wasn't. I was. Uh, yeah, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so 5 out of 10, um, actually 4 out of 10, but uh, we, we had we just made the, the fifth question. Number six, category. Uh, what do we want to do now? Well, we could do development teams, but... Yeah, actually, we haven't done that one. Yeah, we haven't done that one. Yeah, let's, sure, let's sure, go with this sure. one. This division of Sega was built mostly upon the remains of AM3 and founded in 2000. Oh, shit. The team was uh, responsible for games such as Virtue Tennis, Sega Gaga, and Crazy Taxi 2. Oh, they did yeah. Sega Gaga? Um, it's not Smilebit, it's no. not AM2, it's not Sonic Team. Uh, what's even left after that? <laughs> <laughs> um, not Wavemaster. No, uh, that's a music label. Right. Yeah. Um, AM1? <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, no, Amusement Vision? I'm, yeah. I'm going to repeat the, the, the answer. The, this division of Sega was built uh, mostly upon the remains of AM3 and founded in 2000. The team was responsible for games such as Virtue Tennis, Sega Gaga, and Crazy Taxi 2. I need an answer for a question. Oh, oh, oh. Quickly! Yeah, yeah. Virtua Tennis, like the sports guys, also do the Mario and Sonic games. But they weren't the Sega sports guys. They were. were no, they? no, no, but like the Virtua... Yeah, yeah. Um... Virtua is usually like a, an AM2 franchise. But it's not. These guys aren't AM2 because they've been around for... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Been around. Yeah, and they did that like... Because that's the thing. Like the weird like 2000s merger of all those studios. So... I need a question. Smilebit? I know that's wrong. Yeah, I mean, let's go with it. Yeah, look, what is what is Smilebit? That's wrong. Uh, it's wrong. It's, wrong. it's yeah. what is Hitmaker? Hitmaker. Hitmaker. Ah! Shit. Wow, that was a good one. Yeah, that was, that was a tough one. Oh, shit. All right, yeah, we have to get one right, so we pass. <laughs> All right, we have, we, have, we, have, we have four more chances, so... Okay, so, you, yeah. Four more, so... You need two correct answers. Or one. Just one. What do we want to do? Another... Characters? Yeah, let's do another characters one. I like that character. Uh, I only have one more, so... Yay! Uh, uh, oh, wait, no. Where is it? Okay. Nah, this is too easy. This character is best known as Sonic's best friend, and by his nickname, Tails. What? R really? <laughs> Who is Miles Tails Brower? Who wrote this question? <laughs> that's, that's not trivia. Shut up! Tails doll. No, the answer is my original character, Blails. <laughs> the, answer, the answer is Casey. No, the answer is Boob. <laughs> Boob the ghost. He's Sonic's best friend, and he's faster, and he has all the Chaos Emeralds and Hyper Emeralds. And then he becomes Lightning Casey. <laughs> <laughs> Reed has a dark secret past. And a scar above his eye. <laughs> Chaos. He's a hedge fox. <laughs> and he has a sword. Chaos. Oh my god. I, I and, and he has boobs. Whoa. Bo boob the ghost's best Sonic character ever. Uh, the ghost girl from the Sonic and the 
Night of the Werehog. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but, uh, uh, proud. That, that's the best the best mistake Sega has ever done, ever, with the, the typo on, on Sonic Runners. Oh, yeah, did you yeah. hear about this? No. So, um, on a quick aside, so in uh, Sonic Runners, uh, they added in like a bunch of like Halloween stuff, and there was like, uh, I think one of the buddies was like Boo, like one of the ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess somebody like like hit an autocorrect or something on the uh, <laughs> XML sheet, but probably it came out as boob. <laughs> yeah. So boob, so boob the ghost. It's it's now canon, you know. It's now canon. There's a char- Sonic uh, character uh, called Boob. Boob is not a real name. Boob. Boob the Hedgehog. Boob the, Boob the Ghost or Boob the Hedgehog. I don't know. Boob the Ghost. Boob the Ghost. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, one more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You you already have five, but one more. Let's do one more. Yeah, I like this. This fun. Um, so you want to do Sega hardware again? Yeah, let's do hardware. Consoles. Uh, consoles. Uh, 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 okay. This handheld his system, released in North America in 1995, allowed players to use Genesis games. What is the Sega Nomad? Are you sure? Yes, I had Do- it in 95. What is the Sega Nomad? <laughs> Don't you want me to 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 uh, finish reading the? <laughs> Let him finish. Cartridges. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> That's just it. Cartridges. What is the yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's correct. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that commercial for the Nomex. I didn't get, I didn't have it, but I remember the commercial of like the guy who's trying to play a Sega Genesis on a plane, and it's this like giant extension cord going to his house. That was, (laughs) uh, yeah, that was that was pretty great. Um, That did that one have the uh, the flight attendant? Probably coffee, tea, Sega. Yeah. That that I I I'm sorry that they didn't release this in Europe because I would love to. Oh. I mean the battery the battery life was about just as bad as the uh, say. But you know what you could do the cool thing about it is a it had a uh, uh, an adapter that you could plug it into a TV. Yeah. B you could plug a second controller into it. Mm. So it was just a really tiny portable Genesis. Yeah, yeah. that's it was, amazing. That's really, that's like I mean like Sega's most of Sega's hardware ideas were like. Way ahead of the time. Uh-huh. The Sega CDX is my most sought-after thing ever. I I will never find it again. I found it once and gave it to a friend as a birthday gift before I realized how rare it was. And <laughs> since then, I have been questing for a Sega CDX for so long, and they're just impossible to find. But it was it was a portable Sega CD. It was it was meant to be like a Walkman. You put it on, you, you like carry it around, plug your headphones, listen to CDs while you walk around with it, take it to a friend's place, plug it in, play some Sega CD. That's awesome, right? Amazing. Absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah. But you're, you're the best friend ever. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'm, I'm, wow. I'm picking myself on that one. That way. I was, I was, it was, you know, it was back in high school. Time. It was back in high school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, that, that, that's it, I think, for this week's The Sega Launch Challenge. Well done. Well done, guys. You got six out of uh, how many? I think we did eight, so... Yeah. Yeah. You get another Sega Lounge seal of approval, whatever the, the hell that is. Yay! You can now say you've passed the Sega uh, the Sega Lounge challenge twice. Um, actually, did you, did you pass it the first time? I'm not sure. I think we did. Yeah, probably. Everyone yeah. does. Everyone does. Yeah. And uh, in uh, another uh, note, we uh, someone just retweeted a tweet we did. Uh, on the Se- Radio Sega account uh, 364 days ago. So, well done to you. 
uh, about the Cyber Razor Cut, which is a, a show we don't have anymore. So well done to you, whoever the hell you are. Uh, <laughs> you are uh, whizzing at whizzing arrow on Twitter. So <laughs> go follow uh, at whizzing underscore arrow because he knows uh, <laughs> what's what's going on in the Radio Sega world. He's he's the best. <laughs> uh, I don't even I. Uh, Oh my god, yes. So, let's move on. We'll play uh, another track, uh, and um, we'll just come back and say our goodbyes. Uh, the final, the, before the, the final track, this is the third track we'll play from the, the EP. It's the calm before the storm, because, you know, um, we, we'll have a storm as the final the final track. We'll have metal distraction, so the calm before the storm, uh, right here on the Seg Lounge. We'll be right back to say our final goodbyes on this week's show. Dark and hazy dreams 
Welcome back. We just played the Calm Before the Storm of the Blast Processor's uh, Chaos Rising EP. This was actually the final track, but we left the actually the track number one as the final track of the show. So, guys, thank you very much again for uh, joining us on the show. Uh, before we end, before we go, anything you'd like to say to the fans, to your followers, uh, any upcoming shows you'd like to promote, etc. Yeah, so, well, A, thank you for having us. It's always a pleasure uh, being here and riffing with you and Donnie. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we've got, we're working on new material already. Um, and we're, we're toying around with new ways of distributing that material. Um, it might take the form of YouTube videos that are occasional. It might take the form of occasional Bandcamp releases. But um, we're looking to move more towards a more constant stream of content for you guys mm -hmm. as opposed to waiting a year and then releasing an EP. Um, so look forward to hearing a lot more from us consistently in the near future. Yeah, I think our, our idea moving forward, I wouldn't say like uh, definitively because things may change, but we're thinking of, yeah, like putting out songs uh, more one by one rather than like bottling them up until you release them all at once. Um, more silly music videos. Yeah, just, just kind of keeping the content stream rolling. Blastmas is coming up again soon, so awesome. uh, guys get ready and, and put on your Blastmas hats and get ready for <laughs> those festivities. It's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. Um, we, we're organizing a show for November in Toronto, so if you are local to Ontario, we're, uh, we're, we've deferred our annual Ghouls and Games event to November. Uh, we're going to be playing with Epic game music and villainest. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. And uh, other than that, yeah, just keep tuned. Keep watching the skis. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing is like we are still waiting to see. Uh, we uh, were in the application process for Megfest. Yeah, so, so we're waiting to see if that happens. Not, nice. Uh, play that, but um, oh, actually, we there's a Halloween compilation album coming out yes. very very soon. And uh, we are involved on it. There's a, a whole new original Blast Processors track on it. And because you guys are special, we'll let you know what it is. It's a Castlevania Bloodlines track. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so that, that should be out in like probably the next day or so. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted on that one. Awesome. Yeah. In fact, it might be so coincidental that it comes out tomorrow to coincide with the actual airing of this. So yeah. maybe we'll yeah. ju we're just right now retreating your tweet. Uh, regarding the new track right now this sure. <laughs> yeah because at the time this is airing we're just right now retweeting a tweet or perhaps this not is time knows. travel at its finest <laughs> yes yes so because Radio Sega is time travels basically the news is, is basically keep keep watching us because we're going to be giving you a lot more content we want to do a lot more music videos a lot more uh, let's plays we want to do some live streaming we just want to get more engaged with with everybody in the community yeah so like definitely keep an eye on our like social media stuff like Twitter Facebook uh, YouTube I've recently uh, started posting a lot more on uh, both Twitter and Facebook and uh, a lot of people are responding to it really well kind of like using the uh, Sonic Twitter account as like a basis of uh, how to uh, just uh, basically just have like the like, how to social media thing. yeah like get people involved and yeah. be silly every now and then uh, definitely we should be doing like more live streaming and yeah uh, blasphemous videos and all sorts of stuff you, you'll see it so stay yeah. tuned for all that and stay tuned to Radio Sega because sometimes we we collab so we do some collabs we do so, yeah, uh, so. I'm looking forward to your guys Winterfest again this year because last year was such a blast yeah, to listen to that was fun uh, spoilers uh, yeah so yeah <laughs> 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 
actually it's happening so why the hell not yeah, talk about that so it's happening uh we'll this year we'll we'll keep you po we'll keep you guys posted and the, listen the listeners posted as well so so yeah uh but yeah keep your eyes on so uh, people can follow you at blast processors right on twitter at blast processors on twitter at uh, blast processors on facebook mm -hmm. uh we are the blast processors on youtube mm -hmm. um you'll find us pretty easily just where we're, we're now the first result for blast processors no more weird teenage live streamers yeah yeah remember that uh, if, you, if you see yeah, like if you're looking for one of our songs you Sorry? Yeah, I, was, I said, like, uh, that's being saved for Twilight now, so, uh... Yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, blastprocessors.bandcamp.com as well, if you guys, yes, people yes. can, uh, want to, to grab your, your new EP, so you can, uh... Yeah, if you, uh, like you want to support us, definitely, uh, much appreciated. And yeah, it's just, so by the way, the new EP is just five, uh, Canadian dollars, so that's, like, uh... Less than four dollars. Less than four. Yeah, less than four U.S. dollars. Less than three pounds and less than four euros. So, practically giving it away. Yeah. So, go support the guys. Blastprocessors.bandcamp.com. Yep. So, thank you again for joining us. And I always get this wrong, but thank you, Master System and Game Gear. Right. Uh, Mega Drive. Mega Drive, yes. Uh, I always get this right, th this wrong. So, yeah. KC, stick with KC, stick with the Sega Hard Rolls. They were a lot easier to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of fun uh, in the, like, we've been posting that back and forth too, like, comparing us to our uh, Sega Hard Girls counterpoint. Yeah. Counterparts. <laughs> Sega hard guys. <laughs> yeah, the Sega hard guys. Actually, there's a, there's a good a good um, idea for a blasphemous video. Hard guys. Oh man. No. See, see, I don't, I don't here, think that that's legal. Yeah, yeah that, that's the thing though. It's like if you called yourselves the hard guys, I don't know if you'd be able to get away with that. Uh, <laughs> Dressed in all leather and stuff. <laughs> oh man. Oh. Hard guys going by. <laughs> <laughs> with Vlad Ross. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alright guys, have a good night. Okay, so Sega Hard Guys coming soon to Radio Sega. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, so so yeah, thank you thank you guys for, for coming on the show. Uh, we'll, we'll also be be going. Uh, Donnie, thank you for coming Hi. back with me for, for this second half of season two of the Sega Lounge. We'll be uh, doing new shows every week until the Winterfest, actually, when we'll have our season finale. Uh, but uh, it will probably at some point be joined by uh, Andy who is now in Canada he's uh, in actually I think he's in Toronto I think so he's a neighbor right now nice so uh, so yeah he's our sorry I said I I him. Him. no welcome to the swamp <laughs> get out of my swamp donkey <laughs> get out of my swamp hard guys my <laughs> god uh, <laughs> clearly, clearly. So yeah, um, don't forget. My God, don't forget to uh, stay tuned to Radio Sega. We have uh, RSN Live coming in like uh, one and a half hours, I, I think. Well, this uh, times are now confusing because this week we're on a different. We're not on summer uh, daylight savings time, so the US people have all these other different 
time zones I'm confused but uh, next week it'll all be okay it will be uh, just the same as before so 8pm uh, Western Europe time 3pm Eastern 12pm Pacific that's uh, the time for the Sega Lounge starting next week uh, RSN Live is coming uh, shortly after this don't forget to go to radiose.ca for slash shows for our full lineup of shows we'll leave you with um, Metal Destruction of the uh, Chaos Rising EP of the amazing Sega Hardcore I mean the Blast Busters <laughs> <laughs> and uh Thank you for joining us, guys. Bye-bye. Enjoy Bye. the tunes. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to The Sega Lounge. The show will be available in podcast form shortly. Download it from RadioSega.net, the iTunes Store, or stream it on Stitcher. Join us again next week for another episode of The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.